Hey everyone, welcome back to Espresso Thoughts. I'm Raquel. And I'm Andrew. And we are here with episode 10. Double digits, we did Double it. Double digits. So today we're talking, we're like, what should we talk about? And Andrew's like, I don't know. And I w- and then he like mentioned like one or two topics that <laughs> <laughs> they were a no-go. <laughs> so then we're like, well, what could we talk about that everyone can relate to? And then what did I come up with? You came up with how to overcome obstacles in your daily life. Yes. I specifically, like, how do you deal with, like, the ups and downs of life? Yeah. Like, somebody told me recently that life is a series of peaks and valleys. With more valleys and than peaks? And even though I know it's true, and I know, like, there's some kind of wisdom to that, like, I don't want to believe it because I only want peaks. I don't want valleys. <laughs> Well, the and question is... honestly, it's tough. It's tough to ride an emotional high and an emotional low. And, like, how do you freaking deal? Well, the only problem is, is you really can't have a peak without a valley. You can't understand how oh great of gosh. a day you can have... That was so deep. ...without <laughs> having a bad day. Anyway, I did put together some stuff on this topic, so I really hope y'all like it. But before we go into that, Andrew... We have a game. Yeah, Andrew's going to... Um, normally I play the game with him. I come up with a fun, cool little game and I ask him questions, but today it's all about me. I am the star of the game. Yes. And it is a game that I believe we have done or people have done before. And that is the whole, would you rather? And I'm just going to ask you 10 would you rather questions. I'm not going to lie. My first question might be the hardest one, but... I feel like you're going to have. But I could be wrong, so I'm kind of looking forward to see what your answer is. First question. Would you rather stay in a five-star hotel in a city or a one-star hotel in Hawaii? Five-star hotel in a city. So even though Hawaii has the beautiful beaches and you probably be spending more time on the, on the beach. I want to be on the beach, but... Like, what the, heck, what the heck is a one-star hotel? I don't, I don't even know. know if that's a thing, honey. Maybe, like, Motel yeah, That's six. not a thing. You How about, like, like a motel? Describe. Just a, just a gross motel. You could motel. say, like, a tent camping on the beach, or you could say five-star hotel in a city. But what the heck is a one-star hotel? It I've never even heard of that. You just park outside your room. It's a little motel. There's no breakfast. There's no... I don't like the breakfast pool, anyway. Pool, hot tub, I don't like, like the pool and the hot tub anyway. But I guess what I don't do... Cooties in the bed. There I don't you go. do so if there's, there's a big in chance bed, in a one star hotel there's gonna be cooties in the you bed. Know, that, that question just frustrated me <laughs> at every level, so move on. Okay, two. <laughs> Would you rather go to bed early and wake up early or stay up late and sleep in? What kind of a person are you? Oh man, this puts me in a bad mood too because I'd rather wake up early because I think the morning is like glorious, but Yeah. The golden because hour. I have to wake up early every single freaking morning. At this point in my life, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I just, I just really want to stay <laughs> up late and like sleep in. I just want to sleep until eight, 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 eight. Like if I sleep until like seven fifteen, I'm like, oh my goodness, I feel so great. Like I'm not kidding you. Yeah, no, I believe you. It's not even cool. So because of, you know, you're kind of a grandma now, aren't you? You go to bed early. Don't even call me that. Because of. My current life circumstances, I think to myself that I just so much want to be able to stay up late and sleep in. Like, I honestly have been fantasizing about that a lot lately, so. Yeah. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of the thing that you don't it's have right sad now. sad if that's what you fantasize about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do, would you rather be famous for singing or acting? Singing. Yeah. Yeah? Why is that? Well, it's just like... Just a little more me. Yeah, you enjoy singing. Like, there's a lot to singing as far as the things you could do. You could, you could, you could sing in a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you totally. know? Um, but like, I don't know if I would just want to be an actress or not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Question four. This one's kind of interesting, so we might have to kind of play it out a little bit more if you get a little confused. But would you rather? Love someone unconditionally or be loved by someone unconditionally? In other words, you totally love this person, but they don't necessarily reciprocate it back. 
Or would you rather have them totally love you? We're talking about a relationship, yeah. like a romantic relationship? Like a relationship, yes. Oh, definitely them love me unconditionally. Yeah. And yeah. you're kind of like, eh. Because I'm always going to be like the softy, the sweetheart. I'm yeah. always going to like, always treat them well. I'm always going to love them. And if they don't love me, then I'm just afraid it's not going to work out. But you can't love them <laughs> unconditionally back. That's the thing. Well, yeah, there are conditions to my love. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm not even gonna pretend. That's good enough. And it, but but there's lots of things I will love you no matter what. But there are conditions. Are there conditions to? Is that wrong? Conditions to love? Yeah. Is it wrong to have conditions? Well, for my I feel love? like. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, no. Loving unconditionally and being married unconditionally are two totally different things. I may love totally. you unconditionally, but I'm not going to stay married to you unconditionally. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think that the phrase so married unconditionally is a thing. So I think, or, or, or um, be in a relationship unconditionally. Yeah. But I might love you unconditionally, so yes, I, I, I think unconditional love from other people is important to me, but I think if I didn't have the ability to love unconditionally, uh-huh. then that would be bad. But yeah. I think I have the ability to love unconditionally. But not necessarily stay in a intensely committed relationship unconditionally. Yeah. Because there are conditions. To, yeah. That's good enough. You know, the perks of me. No, so you would rather be loved so unconditional, <laughs> unconditionally. That's good. Wait, I mean, I, I don't know if I even answered the question. No, you did. You said you would rather be loved unconditionally because you. Well, then can I, love? I, I was, I was mistaking love. With, with marriage? marriage. Correct. You know. I mean, marriage is a bond of love, but it's also like a contract, an agreement. And you will. And a, what's it called? A com- um, a Compromise? No. no. It's like what they say. Covenant. Oh. What's the definition of a covenant? It's just like a pact, like an agreement that you make. Yeah, essentially that's more like what marriage is. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of an old-fashioned word. Hmm, very interesting. Yeah. All right, moving on. All right, question number five. This one is also a little little out there, mm-hmm. so you're just going to have to kind of work How with me. How far out there? Pretty far. Um, would you rather have no problems but never quite feel happy or have problems but also be able... To be happy. Of course. You be able to be happy or always be happy? You're not always going to be happy because you have problems. Well, you know, you can have problems and still be happy. Like, you can Correct. be like, oh my goodness, there, somewhere out in the world, there's like ants crawling on a honey jar. But it's not my problem right now, so I'm happy, but it's still a problem. And bear is upset. The thought of it being there is a problem to me, but I'm happy because I'm focusing on other things. So you'd rather take the so problems complex. but be happy <laughs> rather than have no problems? Here's the difficult thing. No. Is a problem something physical in front of you or is a problem something, a possibility Just you make up in your mind that could p- potentially happen? Daily problems like, man, you're steaming milk. You accidentally pull the steam on a little too far and it sprays milk over you. That's a that problem. That doesn't happen. Well, I'm just saying it could <laughs> That was not a good example of a product. Fine. Product doesn't show up when it's supposed to. But I'm still happy? A customer returns a drink. Says it tasted horrible. Um, These are problems. I take happiness. So those problems show up, problems. but you can still be I happy. I can turn problems into freaking, like, mm. boo, blessings. Like, I can I can turn <laughs> that situation. show situ- me how to do I that. can turn that so situation awesome. around, baby. I wish I had that talent. Well, I can teach you. I can teach you. I think I need to learn. All right, number six. Would you rather choose the number four or the number nine? Gross. I want number two. No, you can't. Well, oh, number nine then, for sure. Number, number nine. nine, baby. That was just a really random one. Number nine is the number of hum- of humanitarian. Of a humanitarian. It's like, it's like the number of... <laughs> Are you just going off on I'm talking about? about numerology. Yeah, which only it's you like, know about. It's like everyone. Yeah, one listener, your mom. All right, I'm done. Okay, well, we won't talk about. What numerology else about number today. nine is special? Um, it's it's like they say eight is the number of infinity. Yeah, I'm not talking about numerology right now. And I'm just talking about people say, in your life. 
What is the number nine special? Oh, I don't know, man. Why is number nine special to you, Andrew? Probably because I'm the ninth kid in my family. Uh, Maybe that'd be special. Seems like they should have just gone to double digits at that point. I think that they would have liked you. They had you, took a look at you, and were like, no more. Yeah. <laughs> I did not just that say that. Sounds, but that does sound about right. No, I didn't. I, I'm joking. I did not mean that. I think I think they saw you and were like, our life is complete. The family is there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Question number seven. Would you rather go to Europe or Australia? Europe. What's wrong with the Aussie Just land? Europe. You asked me a question, I answered it. Be happy. Oh, but is there anything <laughs> wrong about with Europe Australia. that you totally just, just like want to see? You just said Europe. Yeah, correct. Do you know how many countries are in Europe? Yeah, but Australia's huge. Australia's Australia. I could go to all these different countries in Europe. You could. I'll trade a full-on tour of Europe over Australia. Okay. Thank you. I mean, Australia sounds great, but I'll take Europe. Okay. Yeah. Take it. Take it. Like a thief in the night. Oh. How did I say that? I don't know. That was really weird. I don't know. All right. Question number eight. And I know that we asked this question at a family event at one point, but I wanted to bring it up for our listeners as well. Would you rather have a full-time masseuse or a personal chef? A personal chef. Really? Okay. I love massage and physical touch probably more than anyone. <laughs> like, oh, it just relaxes me in every way. It melts all my stresses away. But if I had a personal chef, I would literally have somebody who, even though I love to cook and I like to grocery shop and I yeah. like cooking and all that fun stuff, it's like... We're so busy with life. We don't have time to, like, honestly... No, we have, we have the time, but we're, it's really hard to prioritize. Yeah. And being so organized that you have every meal planned out so that you're eating healthy. And I think your diet really impacts your overall well-being. And so if I did have a personal chef, they would grocery shop, they would cook, and I would always have the right meal at the right time of day prepared i wouldn't have to worry about whether i was eating healthy or whether i was starving myself halfway through the day and then I, yeah and then i have low blood sugar it would just be perfect i would always have someone cooking like really healthy meals and i think it would be awesome that would be great you know like a juice for you could have your juice in the morning yeah french press Make ready you for you delicious healthy pancakes lunch dinner waffles. yeah i would take that just because of the old like even though like yeah i don't yeah, a massage <laughs> therapist is great, but I don't need a full-time one. I yeah. do need a full-time chef. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that would be more impactful in the long run. It's good. Because, you know, yeah, good I reasoning. got you to give me massages. Yeah, we should probably talk about my fee. Shh. Just kidding. Please, um, you, you get comp- compensated. <laughs> question number nine. Would you rather drive in a Lamborghini... Or be driven in a Rolls Royce everywhere. Driving a Lamborghini. Yeah? Why? Because I don't even care about a Rolls Royce. You don't? No. You don't like them at all? I didn't say I don't like them, I just don't care about them. I don't know what makes cars, like, luxury cars so much better than others. Like, besides, like, leather interior. They go, but it's like, how many gadgets can they they really have? Like, nice purring sound. Yeah. Like, it's all just. Yeah. What? That was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. I agree. What color? White with black tinted windows. Thinking like glacier white or something. What the heck is glacier white? <laughs> is that a color? It's a color. Is that a, is that a shade of white? Yeah. I don't know what that looks like, but white. Yeah. yeah. Good. Oh, that'd be so sexy. Final one. Question number 10. Would you rather cook or be cooked for by your significant other? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 I think I'd rather cook. Okay. As much as it's not always easy, and yeah. sometimes I need you to help out in that department, Go. I think I'd Got rather... Got me off the hook. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't understand how this gets you off any I'm hook. I'm just kidding. That was a just... horrible visual. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining you on a hook. Um, I prefer to cook. Okay. I think if I just had the choice. What about yeah. you? I like to be cooked for. Uh, I know. <laughs> I want to I'm not very served. good in the kitchen. I'm not I very want... good in the kitchen. So. Yeah, you are. You just you just make excuses for yourself. I'm you very good at excuses. Good. Making excuses like I can't. It's too hard. But the reality is 
You can figure it out. You got this. I'm very good at excuses. Was that all your questions? That was it. That was 10. You know, that took 15 minutes. I normally come up with at least 20. Yeah, and we're about all the way through the episode by now, so (laughs) I'm just kidding. But we elaborated on some. I thought it was good. Yeah. Good little chat. Get to know you. So you ready to talk about the topic? Yeah. Some obstacles, some peaks and some valleys. Mm -hmm. You want to start us off today? So, guys. Andrew. Me, yes. I feel like you may not be able to relate to this as much as I can relate to this. Because I don't know. You just seem so, like, even. Like, imagine Mm -hmm. an up and... Like a graph where it goes up and down, up and down. You're just like the straight line. You think like on a daily, like weekly? Yeah, yeah. Weekly, monthly, you're kind of a straight line. I get from like year to year, you might have an off year. (laughs) A full year? Could you imagine? (laughs) Just a full off year. (laughs) Everything goes wrong. (laughs) That is so bad, but it's kind of true. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, whatever. Some days you're up. I feel like some days you're just in tune with life around you. Mm-hmm. Life has a flow and a sense of purpose. And like the present moment itself just makes sense. Yep. You know what I mean? Totally. Then other days you're down. You might be in an emotional funk because you're tired. You received bad news. Maybe you just can't access your sense of purpose. Instagram went away. Um, but... Obviously, we're not our emotions. We are conscious human beings. And I think we do have the power to manage our emotions and Uh their fluctuations. Yeah. (laughs) But we're obviously not just talking about, like, just just emotions. Like, obviously, our emotions play a huge role into, like, dealing with challenges in life and going up and down, like, the ups and downs of life. But some of them can just feel, like... Sometimes we we think our emotions aren't changing, and it's just like our circumstances are up and I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I have a few things that I wanted to discuss. Uh huh. That I think can help us with this sort of dilemma of dealing with like the highs of life and then the lows of life and like, yeah. I don't know. I don't really like feeling like I'm on a roller coaster. If that makes sense. Oh, totally. You know. You'd like to be um, more even. Yeah, it's not that I want boring. I just, I don't like to feel like I'm just always barely hanging on. Like, yeah. Anyway. Getting mentally unstable a Here's bit. one thought I had to kind of help us feel more positive about the discomfort. Uh-huh. And that is with discomfort comes growth. With every problem and every challenging situation in life, there normally comes a great lesson. Something you either need to learn or master um, I mean, that'll help you sort of evolve into the person you are supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I think if we can start looking at bad days as opportunities for growth, mm-hmm. then yes, like we're essentially on, you know, that's like a pot, it's very positive. Like, yeah. if you can look at bad days and bad situations as an opportunity for growth and learning and, opportunity to overcome sort of roadblocks in your life uh-huh. then yeah like that's a really great way to look at it is it easier said than done maybe yeah what are your thoughts on that i totally agree i feel like every every downturn it's kind of like every mistake that's made is a lesson that can be learned so that it doesn't happen again mm-hmm. so anytime that you have a downturn you can think to yourself like what created this event you know like what happened right but like some some things you can't control i think you can go back with like logic and try to decide how did this happen but sometimes that's so complicated like in the moment all you know kind of like if you're working out Uh uh-huh it's so uncomfortable yeah but you know it means you're growing yeah like in the moment of discomfort in your life where it just feels chaotic and maybe you feel like you're at a low Mm -hmm. how do you like how do you then turn it into I'm growing through the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, I would just, I mean, if we're talking about, obviously, it's kind of tough to cover all the different scenarios. So I'm just going to say, for example, like you were talking about if you're kind of working out and 
or something like that, the whole pain, the idea, um, I would just be thinking the long term, like mm-hmm. what, what, how can I get past this to, to get to where I want to be? What if in that moment, it's very hard to know what, cause I think sometimes when we're really low and down in ourselves, uh-huh. it's really hard to sort of, we get our judgment of what our long-term goal is can get clouded. Like, all right, look back on a time when you feel like you were at a very low point. Yeah. Can you think of a time, yep. for an example? Yep. Okay. What was it? Uh, it was, and I think you were there, um, when I was trying to finish my, C- get my CPA license, and mm-hmm. I believe I had just found out I had failed my test one of my four tests and it i'd been going for like two years yeah and i was about to lose the very first test i passed we were about to get married and i was really questioning whether or not this was indeed the path i wanted to take because i was so sick and tired of doing all this studying and not being able to spend time with you but at the same time i really wanted the license and I didn't want to quit and give up after two years of work. Yeah. And I just remember those those two things fighting of wanting the license but wanting to have more freedom in life. And it just got me so emotionally wrecked at that moment. And I was just appalled and didn't know what to do. So you had a really low point yeah. emotionally. Yep. What felt like circumstantially. So how did you turn that into growth? Like And... How did you work through it so that what you said, let your long-term goal guide you? Yeah. Was your long-term goal, sounds like it was very jeopardized in that moment. It was. Oh, it totally was. And in that situation, in that moment, I obviously just, emotionally I broke down. I think I cried as a man. I think I cried. Um, And just let that go because it was tough. It wasn't easy. Normally, Normally things I set as goals in my life. I am able to achieve. Um, And this one was just harder than any others I had done. And so I think after that moment, I just told myself, this is a goal you've made and you can do it. You can keep going. You can get it. And so I ended up just kind of pushing myself, going back, studying, going, I think, back to the coffee shop. Because when I studied there, I was much more focused than when I was studying at home. And so I kind of went back to the basics Went back there and uh, ended up studying and taking the final test. Pushed through and got through. Yep. Because I really wanted to achieve my goal. So, in the moment, you just told yourself, This is truly what I want. I'm going to find a way to keep going. Yeah. And that was the real, that was it. How did you deal with the doubt of what if I keep going and I don't, I can't pass my test, my next test? How did you deal with that? You just didn't, you. Didn't let the fear overwhelm you. You you had faith that you would. Yeah. I was really. It's not that I was confident in the fact that I could pass. I think I only, only passed it by like 2%. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I was confident in the fact that I could do it um, mm-hmm. and that I can I could finish the task at hand. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was very tough. It was yeah. very, uh, probably one of the lowest points yeah. I've ever been at just because I was doubting myself and that yeah. rarely happens. So that really happens. Uh, I don't want to sound like some superficial individual where it's like, oh, everything I do does, you know, but it's just like, you know, it was. I don't know if superficial was the word I don't know. before, but I understand what you mean. That makes sense. Huge um, head. <laughs> um, I guess for me, when I'm at a low point, I just, I have no, sometimes I'm at a really low point, I have no sort of like, logical path out of my low point yeah i just have oh that this overwhelming feeling of like if i'm at this horrible low point then somehow i'm gonna climb out Mm -hmm. and hopefully on the way out of my this low point (laughs) i will truly have like learned something something will click something uh, I don't want to like say like something magical happen, but honestly, like something will happen that I will change, my life will change. Yeah. I will, I will become 
a better person in yeah. a way. And hopefully if I am experiencing lows, then it means I am closer to, you know, living the life I want to be living or more close to the person yeah. that I strive to be. And I, think and I don't have any kind of logic or like confidence in how I'm going to crawl out. I just have this like faith that if I am at this horrible low point, then there's got to be only up from here. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. I don't know. I feel like also one of the tough things that a lot of people deal with is when you do get to a low point. Yeah. Is that getting out process is the process of getting back up to I honestly like the middle or the that peak. feeling of being at the very bottom where you've totally given up and surrendered more you just give up no more <laughs> like know. you sort of surrender to the fact and you just and we'll talk about this more later uh-huh. sorry in a second I think this more applies to what I'm gonna cover in a second. two minutes but hold on I almost like that point better uh-huh. than the point where you know you are spiraling down like you yeah. know you're not quite a low point yet but you feel you're about your your head there you're like <laughs> that's a I'm hard a that's a hard point yeah <laughs> like no you haven't lost it yet but you're going to <laughs> <laughs> oh my all gosh all right well that's what i had is you we've all heard this and it's this too shall pass and i'm not sure how i feel about that saying uh-huh it kind of reminds me of the saying for everything there is a season you know, like there's a season for everything in yeah. life and different clothes, stages and emotions and relationships. Life. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, but I also t- this too shall pass is a way to just kind of like breathe, namaste. Like we're gonna like this will pass and we will we're be fine. We just need to like don't react to everything. Yeah. You know, and so like in that sense, I like the saying. But in the other sense. I don't like that it almost makes you just feel so complacent uh-huh. about, like, the situation. It's just going to go away. Like, you don't have like, to do anything. this will go like, away. Oh, it'll be gone. And, oh, but what if it comes back tomorrow? Then you're going to be like, oh, this will go away. But it'll come back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Never fix the problem. Yeah. So, I don't know how I feel about that. Just, yeah. All right. So, second, another thought I had. Mm-hmm. And this one ties into what I was just saying earlier. And that's... Pain demands to be felt. I truly believe that. Like pain demands to be emotions demand to be felt. Uh And I think sometimes when you hide them and you pretend they're not there and you mask them, they will sit there underneath until you like, and they will always come back and they will always haunt you until you almost allow yourself to fully feel yeah you gotta sometimes yeah or like you gotta allow yourself to whether it's grieving or feeling the pain or frustration you gotta allow yourself to just feel it do you ever feel like i don't show as much of the emotion as if sometimes i don't feel feel like you fully it's because i don't cry but i don't know if it's just because you don't have any sort of no it's not about crying in sad movies Uh, okay but, you know, people mask, people don't want to feel their pain. They yeah, mask it, and that's totally. all kinds of ways people mask their pain. Yeah. Um, I like that. Pain is meant to be felt. That was a yes, great I phrase. Think, um, if there's, like, board. pain and discomfort in your heart, then it's, like, it's almost like if you allow yourself to feel it, then it almost is a blessing because it, it allows you to get your full attention, like full attention on that. Uh-huh. Um, you, instead of trying to run away or resist the feelings. Um, another saying I've heard is love the pain away, <laughs> which sounds like you're just, sounds I don't so mean cheesy. love the pain away. I don't mean mask it, but yeah. like, hey, like almost compassion towards yourself. Like embrace or it? other people. Yeah, like. Kind of? Yeah, like Forgive yourself for feeling frustrated and just feel it or the, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and another really good thought is welcome the bad just as you welcome the good with love and appreciation. And that kind of sounds weird, but yes, I think dealing with like peaks, highs and lows in life, yes, appreciate the bad with the good. You know, that kind of goes with, with discomfort comes growth. Uh-huh. And, um, anyway, I think pain, just like joy and happiness and 
other emotions like it, pain wants to be sort of acknowledged and until yeah. you do it's gonna stay and when you can just feel it and deal with it then i feel like you can fully release it yeah like yeah you can actually like leave it in your past you have to acknowledge of, it yeah instead of take it. it with you everywhere you go yeah totally so pain demands to be felt so um, good Next one I have is blame it on no one, no matter how much you want to. Yeah. Instead of playing the blame game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think blaming external forces um, is really not a good idea. It only puts you in a weak spot and makes you feel like a victim, makes you feel powerless in your own circumstances. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like you're giving your power away when you blame it on somebody else. Uh-huh. You, you know, you have to take responsibility for what you are experiencing. Yeah. Even if it, like you said, you have to feel the pain. You have to embrace the pain even if in that moment by taking responsibility for it, it, it feels just like a lot. But you got to know you're going to come out on the other side in a better place. Yeah. Um. And then I think my final thoughts are <sighs> keep going and give yourself another chance. Forgive yourself for what feels like failure. Life has peaks and valleys, and often valleys will feel like one huge failure. And yeah, I guess that's my dilemma when I deal with challenges in my life is it does like a valley does feel like a huge failure sometimes yeah. and how do you take that and be real with yourself and the fact that yeah, this isn't you know i'm you're sort of embracing the pain and the moment and the frustration how again how do we turn like you are in the moment you feel it how do we then turn it into what's gonna turn into a, a peak yeah a peak how do you get that, that the positivity back, the yeah. happiness back? Well, I mean, yeah. I think there's lots of little things that people advice will give you, which is like, uh, like little small things to sort of help you with your emotions and your attitude. Like small things you can do. Yeah. But I think unless you're actually willing to look at the tough things in your life, the things, unless you are willing to look at what's really important to me in life. And if you don't know what those things are and you can't fix those core things, uh-huh. then you're never going to really feel like you're, you know, on top of the mountain, so to speak. You yeah. can't just, as much as there's a lot of little tips and tricks for like upping your emotions and feeling more positive, like you also have to know what it is that you value in life and how it is you're going to, um, fully I guess like be sort of true to yourself and live yeah your life the way it's important to you to live your life and yeah I just think about your core values like know your core value know your core values uh-huh. and if you haven't been living in accordance to those then your life will probably will feel like a lot of downs and less ups, you know? And it'll reflect it. Do you feel like you know what your core values are? Like, what do you, what are the things you value in your life? Like, I value integrity, hard work, honesty, which is kind of integrity. Um, I value I, love. Yeah. I value others. Like, I value friends and friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But yeah. I, I did, yeah, I think when you say core values, you think of um, sort of your moral Compass. ethics, mm-hmm. which is, I do mean that as well, but I also mean like some, I also mean like what it is you want to, what you value is and what do you want to do with your life. Uh-huh. I think that's also what I mean by gotcha. your core values is what you, va- what it's important to you, like you know, like the way you live your life also, not just like the morals that you live by almost. Anyway, those are some of my thoughts. Nice. Before I keep rambling, what do you have on this Well, I want to talk a little about obstacles, maybe a couple things that might throw you 
into the little bit of valley sometimes that can kind of wait we want to talk about how to get on the mountain not to get in the valley no but what i'm saying is some of the obstacles <laughs> are things that might throw you into the valley and then it's how would you get yourself over the obstacle and going back up Got to it. the peak so uh, when i think of an obstacle i kind of think of something that is blocking a goal that i'm wanting to achieve um okay so what is maybe an obstacle that you might like run into at work that kind of can upset you no i'm not necessarily saying that this thing happens and you're down deep into the valley but it might kind of frustrate you drop you drop you down a little bit from the nice happy barista raquel Something that kind of throws you off your game a little bit. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot that throws me off at work. Yeah. I think it's more other things in my life where I get thrown off. So I'm not totally sure if I can like honestly answer the question. What about like an employee calls in sick and you have to cover, not go to gymnastics? Does that throw a little wrench in? Maybe. Maybe get a little upset. Maybe, uh... It's going to sound so bad. But to me, it's all just work, even though I care about it and I love it a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, and I'm going to do my best at my job in every moment, but it's like a first world problem, and I'm not going to, like, totally act like it's the end of my world because yeah. something's going on at work. I'm just going to probably deal with it. Hmm. It's more other things that tend to throw me for a loop in my life rather than just some little thing that's going on at work because, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Are people... Trying to be, like, really honest. Yeah. But I'm also, like, feel like I'm not being totally honest because I'm like, oh, people think I just don't care about what I'm what I'm doing at work and I don't mean it that way. But I almost yeah. want to say that, like, it's just my job. But that makes me sound like I don't care about my job. I really yeah. do. And I care about doing a good job. Ooh, you're tickling me. <laughs> but, um, um, do you ever feel like people... Do you... Sorry. Throw you... Can throw you down or uh, uh, make you go down. Friends, you, family. Yeah. For Yes. Random strangers. What about you at your work? Does things that happen at your like everyday job actually throw you in a loop? Like, uh, I mean, there are definitely obstacles I have to overcome. Um, every now and again, we'll be, I'll be, you know, I'm not only a CPA, but I'm also the IT guy. And whenever there's a computer problem, people come to me, and I'm more than happy to fix it. But sometimes they kind of come in with a really crappy attitude as if I'm the one that made the problem happen. And that, that to me, will get me a little fired up and a little, like, upset, which is not what I want to be. But, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of a situation. I mean, whenever I have clients, tax clients, that turn in stuff for, to be done for a tax return and then call a day or two later and ask, hey, where is that? And I'm like, you just turned it in. Like, I have hundreds of clients I'm dealing with, you know. You're, you're not necessarily top priority. Um, those are kind of little instances okay. where they get me upset. The little things that work get you upset. Yeah. Do they really, like mess with your emotions that much though outside of work or not really no not outside of work unless so what yeah oh go ahead i was just gonna say unless it was something just like there have been times where clients have gotten super frustrated and there's gone been back and forth where they're kind of like accusing hey not doing the work and i'm like hey you turned it in way late blah blah, blah. but rarely will it ever bleed over into my personal life Okay, so, but it sounds like you're pretty good at leaving work at work. Yeah. And sometimes you get frustrated. What about if somebody else in your life is going through a hard time? Uh Uh-huh. And in that time, you don't feel appreciated or respected. How does that throw you in a loop? Um, Normally, if someone else is going through a difficult time, I try and not necessarily care as much about myself and more about them. So in regards to like, I don't, I try and reduce the attention that, that I need, um, to like feel loved and appreciated. I try to reduce that and instead give 
all that they need to try and get them back up from where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, in the hopes that once they're back up, then things will kind of be back to normal, where we're each giving each other the appreciation that we need. Um, so I would say that it doesn't necessarily affect me in a negative way mm-hmm. because I instead just try and be very supportive and try and... So what does affect you really negatively in your life? Like, what does happen that you really upsets you and you're really not okay with it, it upsets you a lot? Yeah. And it makes you feel, like, upset, so well, to speak. Well, I mean, for the most Anything? part, like, there aren't a whole lot of valleys that I've gone through in my life. That's okay. Um, uh, like, I think being honest is the best. Yeah. Way, like, I want us to be honest. Like, the reason I can say that one is because that is maybe one of the few ones, um... There may be, like, one or two others, but, I mean, on a daily basis or a weekly or monthly, as far as things that, like, make me upset or things... Yeah. I mean, there are just some days where my attitude, I'm just not feeling it. Like, you know, you have those days where you wake up and you're just like, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, like, what? Uh, you're just not feeling it. Um, yeah. There have definitely been those days... To where I feel like agitated a little bit more. To where little remarks can throw me off where they normally wouldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether I'm not a big fan of being like criticized or ridiculed and then told, oh, I'm just kidding. Like if someone says, oh, why are you wearing that today? Blah, blah. Oh, I'm just kidding. Who does that? Uh, Oh, some people every now and again will. Really? Yeah. Who? Just some people. We're not like gonna name names. Family? We're not gonna name names. Just some people. Like siblings? No. <laughs> no. Me? No. We're uh. not gonna name names. But I'm just saying oh. I, that is one thing that I just do not like whatsoever. If someone's if someone so basically kind of criticizes or ridicules you, but then they say, "Oh, I'm just joking." I'm like, "No, I don't believe you." Yeah. Well, it sounds like talking to you, you don't have a whole lot of. I don't want to say you don't have struggles in your life, and you don't have yeah. to work really hard. But it sounds like you don't have a lot of emotional lows. Do you want to know why I believe I don't have many emotional lows? Because you're a simple guy, you have a really awesome wife, and you, you, to get, name a few. you get in your video game time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I can think of. You have a really awesome wife. It looks good. No. What? Why? Um, why? Well, I believe that there are a few things that I do um, or that I believe and try to keep in mind and that is first of all there's only so many things in your life that are controllable and yeah but there's so many that are yeah yeah what about those things try to control them but here's the thing you can only do so much okay i learned this lesson day one of working safeway best lesson i ever learned okay i'm brand new to the job okay i'm told they want to get Want me to get as much work done as I can. Okay. Okay. How old are you at this point? I'm 16. Okay. Maybe so you're 15. pretty old. Okay. Yeah. No. And I have no idea you never where really stuff is. Before. No, no, it's not no, that. It's the fact I'm, I'm, I'm in charge of the dairy aisle, and oh. I'm supposed to take these yogurts, butter, cheese, and I'm supposed to kind of put them and rotate them. Now, when you rotate, you're supposed to go look at all the dates and change out the product. Put the oldest one in the back. Sorry. The oldest one up front, the newest product you received in the back. Yep, that's why when you grocery shop, you always reach for the one in the very back. Which is bad. Bad customer nope, because I no one's that. ever going to eat the front stuff. Yeah, then I buy outdated products. Go bad. Then I buy outdated products. It's always going to go bad. But either way, I, like I said, I like to do honest work and hard work. So I would double check everything. I barely got through like anything on my cart. Oh and my it was goodness. like midnight. <laughs> and, I, and I was just kept working. I was supposed to clock out. And my boss, he came over. He's like, hey, what time is your shift? And I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be done at midnight. And he's like, oh, go clock out. And I was like, well, I still have more stuff to do. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. You can only do however much you can do. And I was like, huh. In essence, like, don't beat yourself up for something that you physically cannot do. I was brand new to the job. How was I supposed to be expected to do all of this work? And he basically told me, no, you only do what you can. So don't worry about the other stuff. As I worked there longer and longer, I became better, faster, more efficient. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, yeah, I'm able to, I, I was able to get that stuff done. Yeah. But 
you can only do what you can do. So if you take it in mindset, control the controllables, but there are a lot of stuff you can't control, do what you can do with those controllables. Mm -hmm. But don't stress out about the stuff that you can't do. I love the lesson. Love the points you made. Like, You're way off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really love it like I do. I love the lesson in the story. Well, not at Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, and I, and I think you could take that context into a lot of different areas and apply yep. it, and I like the, the moral of the story. But there are so many... I think variables in life where it's like, well, we actually can control those things. Why like don't what? Like just pretty much I don't feel like if anything in your life isn't going the way you want it, I feel like you can't blame anyone for it but yourself. But when is the your only life reason not something's not going the way you want it is because you didn't take the steps necessary to go in that direction. You didn't prioritize it. And it's like, I get the exact, I can only do what I can do, but I... I can only blame myself also. Uh-huh. That's but, my dilemma. But when is your life not going the way that you want it? You know, me specifically or examples? You specifically. Here's one example. Say you don't work out as often as you want to uh -huh. because you know you would feel better every day if you worked out more. Yeah. All right. I can only do what I can do. I worked really long week this week. I'm sleep deprived. I'm this. I'm that. Yeah. But I can only do what I can do. I have to like let it go and you know what? I'll do better next week. Or like, hey, I was dealing with a lot this week. Uh huh. Certain things just didn't make the cut. But at the same time, I can only blame myself. If my life is in such a way that it's that I aren't doing the things that I feel like I should do, uh -huh. I can only blame myself. See, but that's that's where the whole, I can I can only do what I physically can do, that's supposed to remove the whole aspect of the blaming yourself, because I can in only that do what context, I can do, but you can only do so much. But how did I get to a place where I can only do so much, uh, so much of one thing, but not enough of other things? And that's where maybe you just need to re-strategize and reprioritize. So that you can accomplish what you want to do. If you're wanting to work out more, you know, maybe you have an employee or you have someone else work more of your shifts. So that way you can go work out more. That was one example, but like... Yeah, totally. I don't know. What's something in your life where you feel a little, like, stuck? Like, it's not going as fast, moving along as fast as you wish it would. Uh, I'd say our real estate. So, you might feel frustrated. Uh-huh. But the reality is, you can only do what you can do. And yep. real estate takes a lot of time. It does. It takes years to really grow yep. a really, I would say, strong real estate business where you're having rentals, whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. It takes years uh -huh. to build that. Yeah, totally. So you can tell yourself, I can only do what I can do. Yeah. I can't rush time. I can't make time move faster. But at the same time, if I'm not making progress as fast as I think I could possibly be making yeah. my progress, oh, totally. I blame myself. Totally. How do you deal with that? Well, once again, like you said, it's a it's a long it's a long tedious process, and it just requires patience. Um, and yeah, how I would love to just go to a bank and buy another fourplex and get more rental properties going. And I'm looking forward to October when we can start refinancing the properties and buying more. But you know, again. It's the whole idea of, is real estate my highest priority right now? And the answer to that is, no, it's no, not the highest. Not. It's high up there, but it's not the highest. What's your highest priority right now? Well, you are big. Oh, my goodness. You are. I can't complain about my husband, guys. He's um, a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time you've ever said that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, oh, because you never said the first. But then the second priority might be like work, obviously, because once again, need to provide, need to feed, need, feed? To, need to feed ourselves, feed. need to, you know, provide a house. <laughs> I, I, I pay for the feed. You do pay for the, the feed. And the water, the feed and water. The feed, the water. <laughs> I cover the water. Cover I cover the, the water. utilities. I cover um, but 
as well as right now it's tax season, so of course that's going to be my priority. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but real estate is on there, so once again, things slow down a little bit, then I can start reprioritizing. Right. Um, and if Michael, you know, if my partner's on board, then we can, once again, go back into that. I'm really excited just because of the fact that we did successfully flip a house, and we got to experience that, and we do have rental properties, so we're moving forward. Yeah. And, you know, and that's a really cool thing to see. So that I think that also helps is the fact that there is progress happening. Okay. On it, you know, whether, even though it's, I'm not looking at it and focusing on it daily, there is something happening with it. And since it's not my highest priority, I'm not I'm not stressing about it. I'm not worrying about it. I'm not going to blame myself for not doing more with it. Nice. So, yeah. And always being an optimist. That's another way to just Always be on the even keel or on the high. I don't know. I I agree with the whole being an optimist thing in the sense that I believe in you either going to see the good or you're going to see the bad. You're either going to complain about what you don't have or you're going to be grateful for what you do have. And guess what brings more blessings? Being grateful for what you do have. So I believe in that wholeheartedly. (gasps) And I sound like... You can just see your face right now (laughs) when you're saying this. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. But it's like... uh, I... It's like the balance between that and, like, not being sort of complacent. Uh And being like, whoa, if I don't do anything different, I will literally wake up in five years and be like, huh, nothing's changed. Yeah. Which is not what I want either. Totally. But maybe I need to like fully embrace the whole gratitude mantra more and then, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, guys, give us your thoughts on this topic. I know it's a tough one. Um, the highs and lows. If you listen, that is, tell us if you have any thoughts on this. I would love to hear some other perspectives, definitely. Yeah. Because. Get some feedback. I mean, this guy has a lot of good perspectives, but I can always use more. Yeah. Yeah. Can't provide them all, sadly. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, Anything else you want to tell everyone? Do you want to give them an update of what happened this last week? What? What happened with you this last week? Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. No. Too much. If you want to talk about it, you can, but it bores me. Yeah. But if you want to talk about it... Nah, that's alright. Oh, now everyone's wondering what we're talking about. Well, how about this? If someone actually hits us up on Instagram and says, you should talk about that thing we really want to know about, then we can talk about it next all week. Alright, if somebody actually asks us what we're talking about, then we'll talk about it next week. Okay, guys? Alright. Alright. Love you. Bye. Bye.